You, me, and HIFMB. Stories of science and the sea. Hey everyone and welcome to the next episode of the HIFMB podcast. In this episode I talked to Amelie Luhede, an interdisciplinary PhD student between the realms of economics and environmental planning or environmental management. And uh, we talked about interdisciplinarity in general, about interdisciplinary struggles, about the benefits of switching perspectives between the different disciplines. And we talk about her PhD project. It's an economic concept of value of information where you seek to evaluate how much it's worth to collect more information and to yeah, find out more about your system and actually value that in be it monetary terms or, or different value terms. Um, we also talk about her life in Jordan for a bit and her double degree between um, Groningen in the Netherlands and uh, Oldenburg in Germany and how she's switched very early in her career between the different disciplines and, and became a, an interdisciplinary scholar very early on and actually made her change her decision on wanting to do a PhD. So without further ado, I give you Amelie Luhede. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the HFMB podcast. And today I bring to you Amelie Luhede, who is an interdisciplinary uh, PhD student at HFMB in... In, yeah, basically all the disciplines. Um, so it's ranging from ecology um, to economic, economics and uh, also environmental management. So my, my background is quite uh, varied, mm -hmm. I would say. Oh, for sure. So yeah, what, what group are you in right now? So, so my group is a, a joint research group. It's called Value of Information. And um, the, the core group consists of only three people. So mm -hmm. it's my supervisor, Thorsten Uppmann. And we are two PhD students. Okay, who's the other PhD student? Uh, Reza. Ah, Reza, yes. yes. Yeah. So my uh, current project, um, it's basically the, the link of uh, ecology and economics, mm -hmm. but also from a management perspective. But in my studies, I also covered uh, ecology and uh, environmental planning and water management. Yeah. I guess we'll come to that a bit later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in, in your CV part. But uh, so how did you end up in, in interdisciplinarity or, or why, when did you get the interdisciplinary bug? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I started um, not so interdisciplinary, actually. Mm -hmm. So I started in biology. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at one point I thought, well, this is maybe, it's very interesting, but um, I felt as, yeah, it, it is only one one aspect and I was more interested in also the conservation part mm -hmm. so I switched a bit more to the management mm -hmm. and now in my PhD project actually also the economics part is uh, plays a big role. Go. So do you have a background in, in economics or how, how, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that is actually a, a good question. No I don't have any background in economics. Okay. That was uh, after my master's Uh, I was looking for a PhD and the, this project just sounded so interesting. Yeah. Um, I really don't have any background or any knowledge and, or limited knowledge. Let's say limited knowledge <laughs> in <laughs> economics. Okay. Um, but I was just interested by the project and uh, also the cooperation with the high FMB sounded so interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what interested you about it? Like what's what? Um, it was just the, the project in general. Mm -hmm. I thought the approach is really cool. And um, I'm very interested in the questions of nature conservation and mm -hmm. also, um, yeah, it has to do a lot about, uh, a lot to do with monitoring yeah. and uh, it's called Value of Information, the project. Um, yeah, I think that the, the uh, perspectives, like looking at uh, conservation 
issue from from the the uh, what did you say the practitioner side i think yes exactly. yeah exactly that's that's super interesting i mean that would have called me too <laughs> yeah it is really cool because you're um so in my case i started with biology so i have the let's say the scientific or biological lens maybe mm. yeah, yeah um and then i switched to um environmental planning and management so mm -hmm. you also have this perspective yeah, yeah why did you make that switch oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly um I do love the topic of biology and mm -hmm. especially ecology, which was my, my main focus in my bachelor's. Okay. Um, but I thought it's too too narrow for mm -hmm. me. And I did not really enjoy lab work that much. Yeah, yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> this, this is a recurring theme on the podcast. Yeah. I think it's always about how I don't like lab work. No, I it's 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 interesting yeah. and it's fun for a while, but I guess if you really... Uh, have to do it all the time you have to really enjoy it from the beginning yeah exactly. it has to be your thing yeah um it was not mine and also the the um the lab work itself just took so long sometimes yes. and then it doesn't work out and you have to redo the whole experiment mm -hmm. so yeah and also um one point was i really did not want to do a phd oh you didn't <laughs> no not at all <laughs> when when is this during your master's or that was during my bachelor's okay so that's why I also thought, okay, I should switch, um, do something uh, where I can go a bit more into the, uh, yeah, in a different direction mm -hmm. where you don't, because when you do biology, usually the, the next step would be master's and PhD and work in the um, science. And, and you didn't want to do a PhD because of, of your experiences in biology during your bachelor's? Mm, or? No, not, not really. I just didn't see myself working in a... Okay. Yeah, in the scientific uh, setting, right. okay. I also like the the usual things. Oh, I'm not good enough for this, or oh, okay. others are much better, and your chances are limited. And mm -hmm. yeah, but then that changed during your masters when you looked mm, at the management yeah, side. Yeah, it actually only changed uh, during my master's thesis. Okay. So still during my masters, um, I was not quite convinced that I that that would be my thing to mm -hmm. do a PhD. Um, but it was actually my supervisors who really convinced me that I should do it and I can do it and I should apply for PhD positions. Right. So that was really cool. What did you write your thesis on? Um, the topic was called, um, so I wrote on, on uh, macroplastics mm -hmm. or microplastic pollution in the North Sea. Okay. So it was part of a wider research project that... Um, we're looking for the uh, pathways and uh, distribution of plastic in the North Sea. Mm -hmm. So so my project was to identify hotspots for microplastic in the English North Sea coast. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool because it had this uh, quantitative part, but also qualitative part. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was looking at not only the distribution of plastic, but also at the institutional context or the institutional setting. So the 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 rules and regulations but also how how people um perceive the the whole topic yeah that was really interesting yeah that's super interesting like the the a more holistic view of the whole system yeah exactly yeah so it's a, like a mixed method approach so you have the the quantitative the the, the data yeah but also you have the qualitative uh, part Very that was cool, cool yeah and and that then convinced you to okay I'm gonna look for some PhDs out there. Um yeah exactly. Well cool. actually <laughs> I did not really look into a lot. I only found this one position and I applied and I got it. <laughs> and <Lucky>. yeah. <laughs> or, so, or maybe it's skill. Maybe that, it's your yeah. interdisciplinary skill. I mean up, up to that point at at uh, like the the master's level I was nowhere near. I'm I'm supposed to be 
an interdisciplinary postdoc mm-hmm. now, but I'm, oh, at, at that point I was nowhere near interdisciplinarity. And like the, the holistic view also just occurred to me during uh, my master's at the end of it where I thought, okay, maybe I shouldn't specialize so much mm-hmm. and then like branch out more. Yeah, 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 I guess that is also part. But that was um, also during my master's because I did a, it's a, called a double degree. Mm-hmm. So I did basically two degrees. I did one master's in water and coastal management okay. at uh, Oldenburg University. Mm-hmm. And then a second, the second year, which is then also a second master at the University of Groningen. Yeah. I didn't pronounce that right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Groningen. Yeah. I cannot do it. Like the, <laughs> sorry if any Dutch-speaking listeners are Sorry, Dutchies. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, water and coastal management in Oldenburg and environmental and infrastructure planning in uh, Groningen. Mm-hmm. And they also have already different perspectives. So um, here in Oldenburg, it was mostly um, marine spatial planning and uh, also conservation topics that was really interesting and in Groningen it was more from the the governance side actually mm-hmm. that was pretty new for me I really had to uh, get used to that all oh, the yeah. qualitative qualitative mm-hmm. qualitative qualitative yeah. <laughs> research uh, so we had to write a lot of policy advice and um, oh, yeah really, really a different approach yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you have experience with, with writing, like, policy briefs and, and things well, like that? Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We had to do it. I'm not yeah. sure how good they were at the end. How sweet, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was really interesting because they were also, uh, they had um, corporations with the um, ministry there, the Reichswaterstaat, that is the ministry for water management, I yeah. would call it. Who, who Josie, who we had on the first episode, is working with, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they cooperated a lot with the faculty of the spatial sciences, it's called, in, in Groningen. Okay. And um, so we, for example, had to write, they were interested in some issues, so we wrote policy uh, reports for them or, yeah, that was actually very interesting. Nice. Yeah. So, so the whole interdisciplinary um, view <laughs> came all together. Yeah, exactly. So. And then, okay, yeah, and, and then that's what opened the door for you to pursue this project now. Yeah, which is uh, actually a different uh, branch <laughs> again. Again. Okay. Yeah, so now it focused a lot of the on the economic part as well. Okay, yeah, now, now you're putting an economic lens on top of yeah, all the exactly. lenses that you already have. Yeah, <laughs> that is also very challenging. Or yeah. Well, challenging and very interesting. Yeah, what's what's the project called again? Uh, the, the project, oh, we haven't really talked about it no, yet. No, no, I think you mentioned it before. Yeah, so my PhD project is called Value of Information. Mm-hmm. So Value of Information is actually an economic tool. Okay. Um, it is. Uh, it derives from the decision analytics branch. Mm-hmm. It, is, uh, it is a tool to help uh, decision makers to evaluate... Um, resolving uncertainty mm-hmm. so that is a bit <laughs> it is a bit complicated to explain all right so so from a decision maker's perspective you you have the the option to to make a decision now or mm-hmm. to postpone your decision and uh, resolve uncertainty first okay so so usually when you for example want to let, let's just have an example i yeah, think yeah. that's easiest absolutely uh, let's let's say we're a decision maker and we want to protect a species mm-hmm. but uh we we are uh, uncertain about the the true species distribution, for example. Mm-hmm. So we we have a budget, and we wanna we can either protect area A or B. Yeah. Um, so we we could now decide with our current knowledge, and we we think, oh yeah, with the 
let's say 50, 50 or 60, 40 percent chance um, the species will be in area A. So we would probably protect, protect that one. Yeah. Um, what we could also do, we could invest in more information first. So mm -hmm. have a survey and see if the species is actually there. Yeah. And then we might change our decision yeah, exactly. based on the information. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so that's very, very basically yeah, okay. <laughs> the, the approach. And then there's a whole lot of maths that goes into it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's very interesting to have this um, economic perspective mm -hmm. because um, I, I feel like when, for, for me, it's sometimes a bit hard to, to put a value, you know, a monetary oh, yeah. value on yeah, something like an ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. That would have been my next question. Is that so it only considers things that can be put into monetary values? Um, no, not necessarily. Okay. It has to be something, um, it has to be quantifiable. Okay. So you could also have as a value, for example, a number of species mm -hmm. that you, that would be the outcome, yeah. that would be your value, the number of species protected or the, the area... Um, protected mm -hmm. does not necessarily have to be uh, monetary value but then things like can can cultural values and and like qualitative things be considered mm, you, it is if you can quantify that somehow if, yes. okay okay um that is the thing it is um which is also very good for a decision maker because it really gives you a quantitative mm. uh outcome yeah so you you have the the, the numbers the hard numbers, <laughs> the hard numbers. <laughs> yes Okay, and, and so, but your project isn't uh, on, on a specific um, case study or anything. So you, you, your PhD project is on value of information and where, yeah. where do you apply it to? Exactly. So, so the overall project is about value of information and um, it's not only on case studies, but also we want to further explore the whole concept. Mm -hmm. um, but the main interest is to also apply it then to, to real to real world case studies. Yeah, right. Um, for for one of our projects, for example, we we consider uh, monitoring data, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. So, so what would what is the value of uh, monitoring in order to assess the ecological status mm -hmm. of a system? So that is um, our first uh, paper now that we will hopefully submit soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we um, there consider a quite simple case study with. Uh, to to management options and to states of the system mm -hmm. and see how how monitoring data would give us us in this case the decision maker right give the decision maker a better uh, estimate of this the environmental status do, do you write the whole paper in in view of the decision maker or or from from um it's basically for the decision maker you it's, would it's say it's for them okay yeah right. on on which which system um, we are we are looking at uh, water bodies in northern Germany, and we consider an indicator variable for the quality or the ecological status of the system. Mm -hmm. What's the indicator variable? We're looking here at nitrogen. Okay. So nitrogen is often used um, as an indicator for phytoplankton biomass, and that is an for is an indicator itself then for yeah. the good status of the system, mm -hmm. which is um, very simplified in this case, of course. We, we are also working together on a similar project, mm -hmm. and, and that's, I think, what the Water Framework Directive directs in a, in a way, right? That they're only yeah. considering nitrogen at um, this point. Yeah, well, that is a bit different, but also okay. it's very similar, yes. Yeah. So usually... Um, well, well the, the ecosystem is very complex yes. and at one point you have to make decisions mm -hmm. and uh, you have to base the decisions on something. So that's, I guess, why okay. um, 
it's all often very simplified and they ha- have to look at some some indicators yeah because you cannot just consider all the all the variables in the system okay probably and, and then you're looking at the nitrogen uh, uh, concentration of a certain water body in northern germany and yeah, then exactly make, so make what decision um so we have a very simplified case so we um have the decision to to manage the water body mm-hmm. or not to manage based on the on the data or the information that you get based on the concentration of nitrogen. yeah exactly okay. so we we look at um yeah and and based on the information you get then you would choose maybe another um what decision. would the information be that you get in this case would be um the nitrogen concentration okay is it too high or is it too low yeah exactly yeah. Okay. So for for value of information, the the information is of course only valuable if it's somehow related to your decision context. Mm. So for this case study, um, well, yeah, uh, nitrogen would be the information. If mm-hmm. you get uh, if you monitor something else, that will not po- possibly not <laughs> affect your decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and then you, the, do you, do you have decision tools that come out of this, or like um, what 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 can managers do if 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 it's too high um well that depends that's that depends on the manager then i mean okay. we we don't develop um management actions ah, okay so management actions that's the word yes exactly <laughs> so for value of information that is also the thing you really need to specify the whole decision context mm-hmm. so you need not only the objective so what do you want to reach what mm-hmm. is your goal with this management yeah Uh, you also need to have at least two management alternatives, okay. which you can choose from. Okay. Um, yeah, and you have to also specify uh, the the consequences or the outcome of the management actions. Mm-hmm. So what is the the payoff? Yeah. And you have to somehow estimate the uncertainty. Yes. So so you need a lot of components to specify. Okay. And then, so, so do you? Do you estimate the value of information in this case in in monetary values or in our case we did that yes so so what is the value of information <laughs> that is very uh case study specific you cannot just yeah no uh, no no oh, okay so for us it was actually um much higher than the monitoring cost it was so, yes excellent so, that that is excellent yes. yeah that's a great outcome <laughs> it is of course um sometimes it can of course uh be be zero so if you for example monitor something but the new information would not change your decision then right. the value of information is zero yeah that is also a bit difficult i feel to um for for us scientists yeah because yes. of course it's very interesting to um i don't know learn about a lot about a species mm-hmm. but if it would not change the decision the yeah. management decision then this new information is What, worthless. Okay. I just did the, uh, the, the <laughs> citation quotation marks. Quotation marks. <laughs> It's of course not worth it, worthless from a scientific perspective, but from decision decision makers' perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you just mentioned uh, us scientists. So, so you consider yourself a scientist still? Yeah. After after all your interdisciplinary mm, yeah, endeavors. I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you so with 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 knowing like policy papers, knowing how to write policy briefs. Also knowing the the biology that goes on and and now going into the economics that goes on, um, that there must be, you you have a lot of experience already in your young scientific life of of interdisciplinarity. How are you finding it so far? Um, I would say uh, challenging, mm-hmm. but super interesting. What is challenging? 
Uh, ooh, a lot of things. Okay. So, <laughs> so first of all, you you don't know um, or you know bits of everything, mm -hmm. but you you're not. I would not say I'm an expert in anything. Yeah. Okay. So that is sometimes a bit challenging. Like always, um, the the I know a little about a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But also then. Mm, you want to sometimes label yourself or you like people want to put you in a drawer or you want to put yourself in a drawer yeah. like am i now a biologist am i a environmental planner am mm. i an economist no none of the above <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so that is sometimes a bit uh, tricky i would say i don't know if you have the same because you also work interdisciplinary yeah so. i do but i i have the the um Uh, privilege again air quotes um that i can still call myself like a marine biologist mm -hmm. and everybody kind of knows what i do but then it's yeah i i i very much enjoy the interdisciplinarity and the more holistic approach to things and and that you get like a feel for for so many different fields it's, yeah. it's super interesting yeah. i like it and also the different perspectives yes exactly and what yeah what you mentioned in the beginning like the perspective of a decision maker mm -hmm. um is so rarely considered in in like hard uh, natural sciences and uh now that you do that is is i think uh opening up another another door yeah to, to, to think about it's really interesting but also just working with all these uh the different experts from all the fields mm -hmm. that's actually um so so we we work in of course in the high fmb there's already a lot of different experts but then yeah. also the with the cooperation with the university of bielefeld mm -hmm. where we have now the faculty of uh economics yeah in, um There's are there's also a lot of different uh, expertises, so yeah. that is really cool. But also, so you're bringing the expertises together, kind of. Yeah. And and <laughs> you, you, but you got to also be able to communicate to all of them. Exactly. Yeah. The the communication part sometimes yes. I feel is very tricky, <laughs> um, because even though you think you talk about the same things. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah, just, it's just not the same words sometimes. Yeah. It's like a different language actually yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we had this discussion once. We talked about modeling, mm -hmm. but it was just we all had a different um, perspective of what is a model. Yeah, I, I thought runway model, <laughs> yeah, but then <laughs> economists, they have a different view. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is, um, yeah, that is challenging, I would say. But also, um, yeah, like, like all the, the input you get and all the different perspectives, mm -hmm. that is just so interesting. Um, what so, I feel in my now, I mean, very limited experience. Oh yeah, uh, well, it's, it's it's quite extensive for where you're at in your career, I think. Yeah, but but I guess it makes um, research a bit slower, maybe, because you mm -hmm. have to find the common language and the f you have very different methods and how to approach a problem. Yeah. But it makes it, yeah. I, I, I re repeat myself. It's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is interesting, and and I think very valuable as well. Like. Um, You, you're right, though. I, I mean, it might be COVID, but ever since I've, I've started like working in interdisciplinary fields, I've, I, it, it, the research has been slower, mm -hmm. but it could also be the pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. But the, the outcomes are very valuable to a lot of people. Yes. And, and that's the core value to me. I think. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I feel if you're only in, I mean, you can be the expert in one field that is I guess it's great yeah. <laughs> for me, <laughs> but for me, I, but I that's not you. I, I love that you 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 know a bit of everything, and then you yeah. can somehow 
or try to bridge mm-hmm. um would be the bridge between yeah the, it's, it sounds like you're doing that uh, i'm trying yeah <laughs> <laughs> not sure how successfully <laughs> so, so after your phd you think you'll stay in in interdisciplinary things or or you you'll be more interdisciplinary um get another I, lens yeah maybe <laughs> that would be interesting yeah um no i i, I would love that yes yeah i i can I mean, yeah, I, th- I think I would love to work interdisciplinary. Yeah, uh, sweet. To continue that, yes. Do you want to stay in academia, though? Uh, for now, yeah. Okay. I, I would love that. Sweet. If, yeah. Let's see. Let's see where it uh, takes me. Yeah. First, I have to finish the PhD, I guess. That. Yeah, exactly. So, um, talking about your CV a little bit in, in like, quantitative uh, <laughs> terms and, and, like, to put a timeline on it. Um, so, you did your bachelor's in when? Oh, um, when did I do my bachelor's? 2013, I started. Okay. Yeah, I started it in uh, Bielefeld University. Mm-hmm. Um, it Are you from Bielefeld? No, I'm not. No. Uh, originally, I'm from Bremen, which is um, yeah. quite close to Oldenburg, so in the northern part of Germany. Yeah, that's where I live now. Yes. It's a good city. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good city. Um, so, yeah, I, I did my bachelor's in biology, mm-hmm. just basic biology. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, until uh, 2016, I finished, yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then from Bielefeld to Groningen first or to no, first? No, actually, I did a gap year first. Okay, or yeah. actually, uh, it was two gap years. Okay, all right. Um, so after my bachelor's, I moved to Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I was teaching German there because um, I, I, I knew that I wanted to do a master's, but I was mm-hmm. not quite sure what I want to do next after my bachelor okay so I wanted to change the field as I told you a bit yeah um but I was not quite sure where I would go okay so, right and then I did a gap year yeah um that was quite cool yeah different experience teaching German <laughs> teaching to to uh J- Jordanians yes did you say that yeah exactly yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. so German as a foreign language yeah. which is also a challenge actually. yeah <laughs> so do you speak Arabic then um a little bit a little bit i can understand also a bit mm-hmm. um but i like when i was living there um i i knew enough to get along i knew how to order food so. yeah okay yeah how was it how what was living in yeah, the food as well <laughs> like how i was living in, in jordan oh it was very cool yeah it was such a different experience yeah two years you spent there uh one and a half okay um yeah it was very nice and but my language skills are unfortunately <laughs> limited yeah, are they? I think you you speak French also, right? And, I, and yeah. English and German and a little bit of Tiny Arabic. Bit. I mean, and then all the interdisciplinary languages. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that should be a, its own language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the language category yeah. of your CV. <laughs> um, cool. And then, so from Jordan, then master's in Oldenburg first? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that was then 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started in Oldenburg. And that was the Master of Water and Coastal Management. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was also very interesting. So yeah. a different perspective. Um, Did you live in Oldenburg then? Or? No, I lived in Bremen. Okay, then. right. It's, it's not too far. As, I mean, you, you also lived in Bremen, so yeah. it's 40 kilometers, I think. Yeah. Or so. Yeah. Or maybe 50. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and after, so the, the second year, or and the second degree then at the same time mm-hmm. uh was in uh, in the netherlands but so at the same time so, so it isn't parallel it's one after the other um so it is a bit uh because yeah it's a bit uh, difficult to explain or maybe not but in germany 
Uh, so we usually have two-year masters. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it depends on the credit points. Yeah. But in the Netherlands, you can have one-year masters. Okay. So I had to do the two years for the master in, to get the master degree in Germany. Mm-hmm. And plus, uh, or including this one year in the Netherlands where I get a second master then for. Ah, I see. Okay. So so the 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 masters in uh, the Netherlands was its own program. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the masters in Germany, I had to do both years. Okay. That is a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is it, it, confusing, maybe. It is a little, but is is that an established program, or or is that just you who did this? No, no, that's here in Oldenburg. It's an established program. So they, yeah. Cool. It's it's a small program. It's very cool. So we were not a lot of people. Yeah. How many? So we started in in Oldenburg with 15 mm-hmm. um and then we ended up with seven I think. All right. But plus the all the students then that only did the masters in Groningen. Okay. So that was I, I actually have no idea. I think around 50 I would say. Oh right, okay. Just a, just a number I but throw the, in here. But the dual program was only 15 yes, in the beginning. Okay. Exactly. And and then the other eight left. Uh the, yeah. Okay. They I think they changed the program. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't for them. Too interdisciplinary. <laughs> yeah, and also then um, the the move to Groningen that is quite different the the structure in the Netherlands. Yeah. The, what's, what's different? Um, it's very intense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They, it was. How? Um, so it here you have usually you have lectures for three months, then you have exams, and then mm. you have a break, and then it starts over again. Yeah. And there was different. So you had a class. I think they all. Oh, I don't want to say something wrong. <laughs> I think it was eight or ten weeks. You had lectures, yeah. then you had exams, then you had one week off, and then it starts again. Oh. And yeah, and you don't have one lecture, you have more than one. <laughs> Do you not call them semesters then? Or is that like... They, um, no, they, they call it... Like you have four periods. One, oh, oh. one A, one B, then two A, two B. Oh, I see. So yeah. And it was very, um, very oh. intense. Yeah, yeah, it sounds <laughs> it. Yeah. But, uh, and I think the challenge was first that uh, we, or I was not used to this structure because mm-hmm. I studied in Germany. Yeah. I did my bachelor in Germany. But, and second, it was then a totally different program. Mm-hmm. So the whole spatial planning, uh, I, I never did, I never heard anything of that. Okay. So a lot of people also think of uh, spatial, spatial sciences. It has something to do with space, yeah, outer yeah. space, but no, <laughs> spatial planning is, you know. <laughs> the ground on the ground on planet earth <laughs> wonderful yes and then after that you you got straight out of Groningen and then straight into the PhD here um yeah that was first when I was in Groningen and the pandemic started oh yes it wonderful was great yes uh was I think in the last weeks of the sem or of the last period mm-hmm. uh when just when I started my master's thesis yeah Great timing. Okay, right. <laughs> so then I actually moved back a bit earlier, back to Germany, mm-hmm. because uh, yeah. I, w- I was not sure what's going to happen because they closed the borders. Exactly, uh, yeah, I did the same. Yeah. yeah, so just in case I went back. Yeah. And then I finished um, my thesis in home office. Yes, yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, so I think my graduation was in... September then, October? 2020. 2020. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, I applied for some jobs and actually some jobs in planning offices, but also this PhD um, position. Would you have taken one in a, in a planning office if you didn't get the PhD? Uh, I, I had the option. Okay. I but So so the jobs were also very interesting, but mm-hmm. not as interesting as the PhD position. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I applied for it. 
That's actually very funny because I didn't even see the advertisement for the position. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine uh, sent it to me because we got it in the for in our university um, mail. How you say that mail distribution? Oh, like, oh um, in the in the yeah in, yeah I don't even know in the mailing list. Mailing list. Yes. Thank you. Yes, in the mailing list, and I didn't see it. And then at one point she sent it to me like, hey, what it's. Uh, close to you where you live now why don't you apply there i was like oh okay that sounds really cool <laughs> but i um honestly i didn't think i would get it because yeah. i don't have any modeling background no mm. economics background yeah but a so very I, interdisciplinary yeah background very interdisciplinary obviously that's what's needed yeah and i really yeah i was very lucky i guess that yeah. I, I first i my friend sent it to me the advertisement yeah. and then that also the interview went very well cool so that was really cool yeah the interview was online It was online, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is a bit sad, but... And then you started here in 2021. Yeah. yeah. So we started, yeah, the project started January 2021. Oh, so yeah. So now I'm in my second year. Sweet. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's very cool. You're still enjoying it? <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah? Yeah. Perfect. And then we're up to here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that, we... we can come to a close, I think. Um, is there anything that you think hasn't been mentioned that you want to mention or anything you want to highlight? Mm, no, not really. I think we covered a lot. Perfect. I hope it was not too up too many ups and downs like in, my, in the timeline. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we... we put a structure to it in the end. Okay. It's all perfect. <laughs> Then thank you very much for yeah, coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. No it was worries. Great. Anytime. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Want to dive deeper? Surf over to hifmb.de or follow us on Twitter at HIFMB underscore OL.